Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Back down in the studios tonight, having a good old time, talking about some ice fishing. The final episode dun, dun, dun. of season five. Season four. Oh, season four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah season four. We're getting Ice old. Toast. We're getting old. Yeah, um, really starting to kind of wind down. Not a lot of uh, ice fishing going on, at least in central Iowa. Yeah, I Still mean, I suppose we can Iowa. move north, but I really, my, yeah, my yep. uh, energy really starts to die down once it gets warm. Yeah, and once you already get your long rods out. Yeah, yeah, I got the long rod out today. Yeah, yeah. Try to do a little walleye fishing. That really fires you up. Just got my fingers cold. I didn't catch nothing. You use your new baits you got. Yeah, I did. Ooh. Yeah, I used the you new toss Ki- your new baits in the river. New Kitech, and I lost a Kitech. <laughs> of course. And I lost one of the and I, I tied on one of those stick up baits. Yep. Those are real flappy suckers. That's cool. Good. And that that uh blue flake color yep. one, that right. translucent blue with the black flake, uh kind of a ringworm looking deal with a paddle tail on the back. Yep. It swam real nice through the water. That was that stick up bait we got at Murray's. That's awesome. Yep. Good deal. Eight ounce jig. Yep. Because the river's real low, real slow, but it's still cold. Well, and you got to slow it down anyway in the cold water. Yep. Definitely. But yep. Well, what are we chatting about today on the last episode of this season? So we're going to do, uh, we're going to pour, pour one out for our boy, James Holst. We're, <laughs> yeah. Uh, wrapping up yep. 17 seasons. If you guys hadn't seen that, maybe do a little pre-research here while we're gearing up for that, but sad day. 17 seasons of in-depth yep. outdoors. Yep. Over. Um, and we're going to get into that a little bit about what it means to us and kind of, I think, I mean, to me, they they were someone that really got a, that show and everything James had put together was something that really brought a lot of people into ice fishing. Like for me, that's where I really learned a lot mm-hmm. of my initial techniques, uh, what colors he was looking at, um, yep. some of the gear, how to use the gear. Um, and some of that sort of stuff. So we'll get into that a little bit. Yep. And then uh, do a little recap on the season for us. Just some highlights. Think about while we're talking about, James, your number one season highlight. Yeah, definitely. Starting in October until now. Yep. And then, guys, uh, throughout the off season, I mean, we're still uh, we're still checking Facebook messages. Um, you guys absolutely keep sending us emails. We love getting that throughout the season. Yep. Um, you know, stay up with it. Stay up with the Short Rod Show. We like that. Yeah. Like staying close to our fans as much as we can, and um, you know, I'm sure we'll see you guys out on the water at some point. And every year, folks are like, "Yeah, you know, you guys should do it year round. You guys should do you know, an yeah. open water. Why don't you do this and that?" And frankly, uh, you just get burnt out. Yeah, like it's nice. I like I like doing. It. I enjoy talking about it. That's what I feel like keeps our energy. Yep. But you need time off. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And and we don't we don't ever want it to be a grind. And, yeah. And, and I don't feel know, like I know as much about open water. Like I'm not. As good, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not as good of an open water fisherman Agreed. as I am an ice yeah. fisherman. Yep. We're on our way, though. Yeah, we're, we're learning there. more every year, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe some at some point. But ice fishing's our jam. Yep. Really enjoy getting out there in the cold, doing something different, doing our own thing, finding our own bites. Yep. You know. It's, yeah. It's and it's awesome. kind of a slow time of year. Yeah. Like, there's just not yep. a ton going on. Why not get out and ice fish? Absolutely. So if you guys uh, have been paying attention to our show uh, and just listened in uh, to the podcast through the years, you know that we're big in-depth outdoors fans. Heavily influenced. I am for sure. I know I started watching. uh, It was probably 
six or eight years ago. Um, and just getting into some of the episodes that they had and coming out, it was just a really unique show. Yep. You know, once, especially once they started putting on YouTube, I feel like for me, that was like, okay, I have access to it now. It wasn't, I think it was on Fox sports North Yep. for quite a while, which if you didn't have cable, you were just, hosed. you didn't have it anyways. I've never, you never had, saw it. Right. Never had that. Um, so I think, you know, for, for me, their spread really started getting out there when they're on YouTube. Uh, and just, it was just like our show, right? Every Sunday, nine o'clock. Well, I think that's why we came up with Sunday. Yeah. Yep. Well, we're that's like, when James does it. So we're going to do it. James does it. Yeah. Nine o'clock. You can watch his show, listen to the podcast, whatever. Um, and he was cranking out episodes through November, November-ish through April-ish. You know, I didn't realize how heavily influenced we were because, you know, he also did it where they were recording, editing, and getting it live within the same week. Yes. And that's what we're doing. Yep. I think that's where we got a lot of our inspiration. Yep. Was, you know, this is how you put together an ICE media or an ICE production of some sort is you need to be able to yeah, do it. keep it relevant. You need to be able to record and get it out within the same week. So you can yep. talk about ICE conditions. You can stay up current. Yep. Um, was a big deal. And I know, Ben, during the ICE season, you're always wearing some sort of in-depth <laughs> yeah. outdoors merchandise whether it's a hat yep. or a hoodie or a t-shirt or yep. something they make they make good stuff <laughs> well yeah that's, they do sell a lot the other of thing nice like that embroidered heavy sweatshirt i think i got five six years ago that sucker is a tank i mean Love it's it. a little maybe a little faded but it still looks oh, good yeah. as new holds up great yeah um yeah so just just as far as um you know james what james did with the sport and getting in all the uh all the good tips and tricks and how to use your gear yeah, was huge. Like he got tied up into Markham, and that's main reason why I started off with Markham. Like, yeah. oh, sweet. Well, if I got an issue with it, you know, James Holst, number one, has a TV show about it, and he seems like a pretty legit dude. Like even before I met him, yeah, I was like, yep. He kind of just tells it like it is. Yep. You know, he's like, yeah, the bite sucked this week. So, yep. Today's show, where you know, many a times he said we yep. had to make a complete one eighty. We drove to Devil's Lake, North Dakota, and didn't catch anything. So then we drove, turned around, and went to Ottertail County. Yeah. And caught some crappies on our little, you know, crappie spot. And so that that was refreshing to see that versus yep. some of these super production-focused shows where, you know, and just like hunting shows, too, where it's like, you know, they compiled, like, a month's worth of footage to get one supposed you know little outing for sure like a hunt you know you're like well, why is there snow on the ground here when i was just watching it and there wasn't before you know yep <laughs> stuff like that so you know like it's pretty authentic there yeah and for me and i for me i think they had a lot for everyone like you ben are much more like kind of gear focused and that sort of stuff where i really i almost just skip the videos until the spot on the spot stuff <laughs> like yep. that's all i really care to listen to is yep. just like i'll watch a little bit of you know what they're catching depth and that sort of stuff but the spot on the spot part was really for me. So I like, I think they did a great job of having segments set for a little bit for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and he was a real pioneer in that of kind of the, the time frame when he started the show was when ice fishing became a lot more technically focused and yeah. it wasn't just, um, going out there on a bucket, you got your Carhartt coat and yep. your bucket and you walk out and you think you know where you're going and you don't use any kind of electronics and you try and catch some fish. Yeah, for into, sure. Into, hey, I got a Lake Master chip, you know, on my, they, 
there's episodes of him and Joel Nelson breaking down water on their computer. Yeah. Before you could take a chip with you. Yeah. You know, like, and they were using a handheld GPS to reference a point that they found on their uh, Lake, Lake Master, Master chip yep. on their old desktop. Yeah. You know, like that kind of stuff and figuring out, oh, we should try here and then we'll go here uh, using flashers and electronics, um, using custom rods like they were with Thorn Brothers for a while. Yep. With some of the first like truly custom boutique ice rods um and then getting with tuned up and then 13 fishing and all that but so anyway long segue into uh, basically the news that james holst is selling the entire enterprise basically the in-depth outdoors tv show is done yep he's not uh, selling the tv show no but it's he's not he gonna sold his anymore. production company yep. and yep norsk to whoever didn't yep. mention who that was exactly, but yeah. now he's going to be the chief marketing officer. Yep. For whatever. For just too good of an opportunity to pass up. I mean, I think awesome. you could speculate a little bit on the organizations that are involved in ice fishing that may have that kind of cash to do those things. You can kind of narrow that list down pretty quickly on who he's going yep. or where he's going. But um, I think I want to. What's your favorite episode of In Depth Outdoors, Ben? It's it's either between um, number one the which which is funny because on our Mississippi trip that would have been the night before like the announcement came out during that show uh, of in depth outdoors like that was the last one yeah. nobody knew it yet except for him yeah uh, and just by chance we get back to the to the cabin um, I just I just put it on I just put in depth outdoors like my my. F- couple of favorite episodes there's a there's a perch episode on the mississippi where they're going out in the hovercraft yeah with dave coons awesome. yeah yeah and then also a backwaters long rod panfish from season three um where he's just hoofing out there and, and they're catching very average panfish a- average exactly there's absolutely nothing special about the fish there it's no. a cold cold day he's wearing a snowsuit you know, they're sponsored by Snowsuit, S-N-O which is like suit. a snowmobile suit company because yeah. they were the only ones that could make something that was half decent, right? Yeah. Back in the day. Um, and he's using a, uh, like a Berkeley lightning rod. Yeah, yeah. Know, with the, the, the line that goes through the, the middle. Um, they called those palm, like Coons called those palm rods. I don't know if he did. Yes. Yeah, so he said he used All that right. term. All right. Well, I mean, there's no difference. It's a very unique area two to fish in around yeah. Prairie du Chien, like the maybe that's just what they call in that local area those palm that, rods that was like the first time where i saw a show that was like something i could go do like easily within my reach yep you know like i could go up there on a weekend i could replicate the same stuff he was doing and probably do okay oh yeah you know that so that, that was cool that's that is my favorite episode the other runner-up which we also watched was the uh glenn elder reservoir yeah crappie bite uh, white crappie bite where that it, there's Jeez. just something about them going down there to where there is very little ice most years yeah and the locals probably only get to fish once every three or four years well that's the only episode that i know of that he travels south yeah real south and they get out there and show the guys how to use a flasher that was yeah awesome. yeah that was they're cool. like now we always bring you know i'm sure they lug out there like six or eight flashers to do the show Yep. In case one breaks or whatever. And they're divvying them all out to all the locals and corrupting the locals is yep. what you called it. That was, that was a good episode. Yep. So, what about you? So I got two also. 
an older one and a new one. The older one, I I think it was season one. Is he's on Okaboji. Yep. Catching bluegills. Yep. And I like that I like that episode a lot. Well, namely because when you when he was first getting started out, he's still kind of a little bit awkward on the camera and stuff, and you kind of appreciate that authenticity. We know what that's like. But he also he went in, he talked about a little bit more of what he was doing. Yep. Like uh specific to that bite and specific to where he was at. And I think that was a little bit before he knew some of the ropes to mm-hmm. the uh the fishing game and putting that on TV and blowing up a spot with people. Uh but man, he was catching some hog daddy bluegills. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was awesome. <laughs> uh and number and one thing that I always notice how they like to hold fish when especially when they caught bluegills is they leave that hook in the bluegill's mouth and they just hold the hold the fish up for the camera by the by the jig. Yep. That was what they always noticed, which yeah, I would never do that. Pinch them right in there. Yep. That seems stupid. Like what if he breaks <laughs> off and he goes down the hole? Not with your custom jigs and spins from back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my second favorite would be I think it's the first one of Connor Kleist. When they <laughs> go on a pan uh night bite crappie crappies. Yep. Uh otter tail I'm not sure if it was otter tail Probably. county or not That's... anymore, but it was I think it was right when they start, came out with the crossover uh otters. Where you could bump bump them right next to each because I remember they were they weren't in the same otter they were in two otters, yep. and they were just bumped up right next to each other, uh, fishing yes. along that break, first break line off into deep water but they were on the weed side yep. of that, uh, just pounding nighttime crappies. That's I just awesome. like that episode of nighttime crappie. That's good stuff. And then that was the birth of Connor Kleist fame. Well, that that was cool in itself because you have James Holse who's a seasoned fishing guide yeah being guided by a kid that was younger than 18 us. he was i think he was 18 when he was oh i yeah i'm sure yeah yeah that that was cool it's like now this kid knows the stuff well i wonder how how do you get to do that i mean i'm a pretty good fisherman how did i let him know that i'm fishing i got a bite bite down here you can come visit with me james there you go when do you send a letter yep he responds to letters that's what i heard uh <laughs> i don't know but uh <laughs> the, yeah i'll be definitely keep it up with connor Yep. Like keep my ear out when I if I see him on other media things. Yeah, the the other part I guess that that really drew me in and and got some more knowledge thrown my way would be the the forums. Like yeah. I'm not a king of the forums by any means, but I check them like probably every every day, every other day during the ice season. Yeah, just to see or all like, year long, all year. Oh, oh yeah. okay, oh, yeah. okay, just to see what's going on. Like the general forum, that's that's good for random stuff. It's yeah. cool. Um, you know, in the summer, there's good summer fishing stuff, but that ice forum on in-depth outdoors, fantastic info. Like there's stuff when something happens in the ice industry or some new product comes out, you get the straight scoop from people. Well, and it's not just hot garbage. It's not just trolls and people being dicks. Oh no, they kick, like they keep that stuff. They keep that forum pretty clean and there's a lot of great information in there. And, and part, you know, I mentioned before, like he was with Markham for quite a while. Uh, if there's guys having Markham problems, James Holtz was the one on there ans- answering the dang questions. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. Don't run your gain so high. Switch your battery out. Your yeah. battery's junk. Get a different charger. All uh, this stuff. Call, call Markham at this number, and yep. they'll take care of it. Like, and every time it was like, oh, yep, that worked, James. Thanks. It's not like, yeah, it's not like it was like, <laughs> so oh, that was yeah, cool whatever. Too. Which I know he's dialed back on that a little bit but it, lately, but he's just so busy all the time. But yep. that was really cool to see that, so. Anyway, end of an era. So there you go. Yeah, I was a little sad when I saw that. I, I was too. I was like, you know, 
dang, 17 years is a heck of a run. Yeah. And just to, to have the insight and the knowledge to be able to keep that going and stay relevant through 17 seasons. And I will say I did try to get James on this podcast, but they didn't reply to my email. Yeah, maybe now he's got some more time uh, coming up. Who knows? I was just wanting to get more history on in-depth outdoors and yeah, getting her started and stuff, but yep, no go. So more room for the short rod show to take over, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Well, I think we could at least try to maintain <laughs> the model a little bit. Yep. I think it's obviously been successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah. Congratulations, James. Yeah, congrats. Hope everything goes well. If you happen to be listening to this, that'd be pretty sick. You never know what he's got his hands into. Oh, you actually never know who's listening to this podcast either. I know. That's kind of weird to think about. <laughs> and watch what we say. Might come back to bite us. Nah. Yeah, it's all good. But, um, yeah, just kind of sad and, and happy for him at the same time. I can't say I'd do anything different at that point. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of – he mentioned in a if, – if you're curious on some more background, he does fill in the details uh, on, on the forum, on the post. Um, yep. Go on in depth outdoors and check it out. Cause originally I was like, shoot, like, is he sick? Like family stuff going on? Like, do you, you know, some kind of outside situation that he's got a, you know, jet get out of there, but it's, it's for good reasons. Yeah. It sounds like everybody else is pretty happy about it. Yep. Which can't say I blame. Yeah. It sounds like it's just win, win all the way around. Yep. Pretty cool. So, well, Ben, Let's uh let's shift gears to focus on our own podcast and our own ice fishing season. We'll look back on the 2022-2023 season. Yep. Uh highlights, lowlights. What'd you like? What you didn't like? So what do you get changed? I think it went pretty well overall. I really had pretty low expectations coming in with the amount of family stuff we had going on. Well, yeah, you had a fresh born uh, there in October and we start the season in November. Yep. Yep, I was like, mm, might be a little sketchy coming up. Um, and we made it work. Yep, got to thank the wives in our lives for yeah, that. That was good. Um, we got we got to fish a fair amount, not as much as we wanted, of course, but that's how it goes. Yep. Um, I think the 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 big highlight was definitely the boys' trip with the kids on on the lake. Yeah, that was awesome. Just you know, like thinking about different seasons of life and and where we're at now versus where we were before where when we, we started but yeah yep. yeah like that that was cool that's what it's all about getting getting the kids out they had a great time smile on their face caught a bunch talk of fish. about it you know the, yep no tears yep decently it give us what it's gonna do is it's gonna give us a lot of false hope for next year <laughs> that we're gonna be like oh we're gonna take the boys out and we're gonna do all this shit and all this stuff now and they're yeah. gonna be Totally miserable different. turds yep <laughs> yep yeah or something but yeah yeah I, and and that's the thing like all right i think a lot of life is just kind of remembering some of those key moments where it's like you know yeah, remember yeah, that yeah. time that was awesome they're gonna remember that and we're gonna remember that and yep. then the next time we go out and it's total dumpster fire just don't know, think about that one no it's like no that's fine yep compartmentalize you know, that I, part I, I think that's what we're going after so yep yeah, I'd say that for me was probably the number one most memorable highlight. The best fishing trip I had, time out fishing, was when I went out and caught all those catfish. Yep. Yep. Which is a real bummer because I took you out a couple days later and we didn't catch any. But, I know. Uh, it was just one after. You really got to, awesome. you know, be, the, the flexibility part cannot be 
understated where it's like make hay when the sun shines kind of thing. Yep. Fishing's the same way. It's yep. like, you know, if you had a job that's like a hundred percent flexible on what you could do, that's obviously ideal, but yep. you could get a hot tip of cat, catfish are biting on this lake. Gotta go, gotta get go. Get here now. Yeah. Yep. No problem. You know, toss somebody else the keys and <laughs> run out that way and go fishing. But, um, that's how it goes. That's yep. life. Yep. That's all right. You got a lot, you got good stories out of it. And we went back a couple of days later and gave no, it a good college try and no good. Well, what well, the problem was with that sec couple of days later is I really burned up a whole day of my wife watching the kids. So then that burned up in a day that I could, uh, you know, I could have been out. Yeah. A little else. compromise yeah. back and forth is critical. Yeah. Yep. Can't be understated. But I burn up my free day not catching anything. <laughs> that was the problem. Yeah. And then that's kind of <laughs> like, huh, can, can I get a do-over then? <laughs> oh, we didn't catch anything. That don't count. Yeah. That exactly. doesn't that doesn't fly. Yep. No. Yeah. It was a good season overall. Just, you know, next year I get, we have some good, uh, good goals. I guess one of them for the podcast at least would be to do some more guests and get some more guests on. Yeah. For me. I'd Focus like on to, that a little bit more. I like to get some fresh perspectives. Um, you know, bounce some ideas. I think off, we did that though, people, like so. with Sean. That was awesome. Yeah. A little series there before Christmas, getting stuff out on what he's doing on with custom fishing rods and that sort of stuff. Like yeah. the term custom gets thrown around a lot. Yep. But what does that mean? Uh, I mean, to me, any rod that you're buying at the, at Shields is not a custom rod. Any rod you're buying at Walmart or any rod you're buying yep. at Bass Pro or Cabela's is not a custom rod. Custom rods are coming from folks that are doing it in their basement. And you're getting that rod. Like, that's yes. what blew me away about Sean when he told me that. Because I didn't realize that. Yeah. He t- he talks to the customer. Like, anybody that wants to order a rod, he'll call you or you call him. And he's like, all right, what exactly do you want? Yes. What kind of tip do or you even, want? Or even Length, better. Yeah. Going, everything. Going out fishing Blank, with you. Taking you out fishing. Yeah. Yep. That Be was like, super. Oh, man. That's a real custom rod. Yep. Brett loves these 40-inch schoolies. Like, all right, how can we? How can I make that? How can I make that? And then, I mean, ultimately, yeah, you know, he's buying a rod blank, but then he could do the cork or your handle, however you want it. Yeah, he's tuning it on all all fronts. Which I wonder, so Newmaster had that uh, uh, St. Croix rod while mm-hmm. we were fishing that had the blank in the handle so you could feel it. You know, it was in, he had, he actually had a uh, reel seat that you'd screw into it. Rather than the bands, did you see that? Did no, you see huh? that rod? No. Yeah, so that rod, that Saint Croix rod, had a real seat like you would on open water, but then on the uh, the handle where you put the cork, where you set your hand, so the mm-hmm. the reel would kind of sit in the web of your of your finger there, and then up here where your pointer finger's at, he could he had a rod blank portion of the rod blank there that he could feel. He could put his finger on that. Oh, okay. And I was like, man, that's pretty sweet. That's yep. pretty sweet handle design. Yep. Wonder if Sean could make me something like that. I, pl- I full on plan on next year ordering a short rod show edition. That'd be so sweet. Uh, rod. Yep. That'd be sick. Yep. True custom. Yeah, that was that was a good time. I think getting a different perspective on the show is is nice and just kind of. And we heard a lot of compliments about that. Oh yeah, episode. people loved it. It was yep. awesome. Yep. We had a great time too. It was awesome. Yeah, maybe we could try to just brain just. Thinking out loud, maybe we'll try to get to one of his rod building classes next year and record that over there or something cool. like yeah. that. And it sounded something. like he had a great turnout for that for the first one. Yeah, kind of what he was thinking of. Eh, maybe some people show up. Maybe we'll, you know. Yeah, maybe it's a bus, but hey, whatever. And Good it was shot. Yeah, legit. Nice. 
Yep. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, I think uh, we'll get some good stories coming up this this summer, too, as well. I, li- I like recapping the summer season. Yeah. And kind of talking about, you know, what we did and didn't do or um, different trips that we that we went on. I think uh, one of my goals this year, open water, is just going to be um, dial in the live scope a lot more. I want to I want to be proficient with it. What are you going to be trying to do with it though? Catch Catching anything? Everything. So you got to figure out how to catch those fish first. Well, I want to be able to point it somewhere and then also cast there. At there. Well, then that's not a live scope thing. That it? That's your casting needs to get well, better. Well, you have to do it all together. <laughs> okay. So like it's running the trolling motor. It's boat control. It's the whole deal. dialing in your, you know, where your live scope's pointing. It's figuring out casting. Cast and, where you want it to be. Stuff. So um, that's going to be my goal this year. Because I feel like I'm just touching the surface, just the tip of what I could do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, I think it's going to be more. So previous is, is get more into stationary fishing. Like bobber fishing, bottom fishing for cats, that sort of stuff. Very kid-friendly type fishing environments because prior to that you know i did a lot of casting do a lot of jigging that sort of stuff yep. that's not that's not kid friendly yep that's a hook like, in the eye friendly i like your thinking what, it's a hook yep. in the eye friendly is what that is so bobber yep. especially bobbers you have to give them something to watch uh new master had a good idea with the bells and stuff to keep those bells are interested. legit yes uh yep. especially catfishing that yep. sort of stuff would be good a um, maybe a little river catfishing Yep. Just let the boys go run around on the sandbar for a little bit, go play, build some sandcastles or whatever. I like the idea of just we'll hop in the boat, we'll get out somewhere a little ways from things, set up a couple bank poles, yeah, build a little campfire, whatever. That sounds like a nice Saturday and afternoon. And there we go. Yep. That Head in when awesome. it gets dark or uh, yeah, after dark, whatever. Prior, uh, preferably prior to dark <laughs> to get out of there if we're going to have the kids. If it's just us, that'd be fine. But know, yeah. yep. at dark, if something went wrong with the boys – can be a big that'd deal. That'd be a that'd be a cluster. We don't want <laughs> we don't want to call mom. Yeah. Oh God. And no. go, that'd be hey, come get us. Mile marker, such and such of the river. Oh, they're not gonna find us. We're dead. <laughs> come pick us up on the Sailorville Bridge. Exactly. Mile long bridge. Yep. Yep. Because they're not gonna find us. Yeah. That would be that'd be a good time. I am looking forward to getting the kids out some more. And I'm I'm really just looking forward to the kids getting outside since it's warming up. Because mm-hmm. being inside sucks yep all they do i feel like both of my kids just stand out stand outside the they just look out the sliding glass door and they're just like yeah why do we have this through yard the eyes of an angel <laughs> let me outside <laughs> yep we can't use it six months of the year yeah yeah but it was a good season overall um appreciate everybody listening in i mean a lot of comments awesome. a lot of great comments Tons this year hopefully yep i suspect we missed one or two Purely because it's so hard. That messenger thing's that. a little wonky. It is. Uh, it's glitchy, and some of it is just you know. I have a terrible time of reading a message, and then I, then I stop and think about what they want to reply back, and then I get to go do another things, and I forget to come back and reply. Yeah, and I think part of it too is, and then some, you don't see it. Yeah, either. some some of the questions like I'm like, oh, that's a Brett question, and I think that in my head, but so you don't like, tell me that when it pops up on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. I'm at work or whatever, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's a Brett question. Yeah. Obviously, Brett will, Brett will get that. Hobby. And then, uh, so that already marks it as red. So, so then yeah. 
Brett is doing this My notification goes away. I see it first, so then he doesn't see it. And then later on, I'm like, do you, do you mess with that guy about the, you know, whatever? He's like, no, nah, I didn't see that. I didn't know about like, it. Oh, yeah. dang it. That's right in your wheelhouse. What yeah. the heck? But we do try and make an honest effort. So if we missed you, I apologize. Yeah. But yeah, let's get um, yeah, the fan interactions or the listener interactions. Awesome. Yep. And keep uh, keep posting uh, reviews on iTunes and wherever you're. Reviews on iTunes. And another thing, too, that's been kind of an interesting development is as you if you purchase products or something that you you hear about us talking about. Throw that in the comment on when you buy it. Be like, hey, we heard this, heard about this on the Short Rod Show. Oh, yeah, that's been cool. Definitely. Uh, just We've just gotten some interesting interaction with companies and stuff that maybe one day we could parlay into some giveaways or something. I don't know. but Yeah, just. Uh, you don't know what that might lead to. Yeah, some kind of opportunities. But um, we really pride ourselves on we do our own thing. Yeah. We, we only, uh, we tell it like it is. We use the the same stuff we talk about. You yeah, know. I'm not gonna paint myself into a corner and not be able to say what I want to say. Yeah, I mean that's that's been really cool. Like we're a truly we're an independent operation here. You know, we do our own thing and we like we like what we like. We talk yep. about what we what we like and uh, what we like to use. And really, the feedback's been really good from you guys on on using that same stuff. I don't know that we've had anything where someone's like, "Nah, you told me to." buy this and it sucks and it sucked yeah well that's because we use everything that we that that's we buy. that's what i mean though like even, we'll tell you if it sucked yeah yeah we we would have told you that a while ago yeah yep yeah you wouldn't have had to buy it in the first place yeah the only thing that sucked so far is was that two years ago now your dewalt drill broke mm-hmm. yep <laughs> yep and then we're on we're on uh version two same exact one with a light flight yeah no problems light flight's gone real well this year oh my gosh that light flight just rocks. Love I still it. think it it would be if you never put it on the clam plate. No, at I've never all, tried. I think that'd be a Mm-mm. a good move. I really like the minimalist. Just throw it in the throw it in the sled and yeah. takes up no room. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to get past that because, well, did you see me out there drilling like one handed? I'm like, oh, just wedge it against my leg oh, yeah. a little bit. And like, nah. we're not all that manly. That's how it Grandy worked. broke his wrist. Probably. It worked fine. It's probably how Grandy broke his wrist. I think you gotta you gotta either have a drill that's got a ton of torque just to like bust through the ice, or the ice is gonna bust back through you. Yours spins so fast. That drill of yours spins so damn fast compared to mine. Yep. I mean, mine still cuts and eats fine. It has plenty of torque, but yep. yours has a even on one speed because it just eats. Oh yeah. yeah. Gosh, it's awesome. If we would have had that when I started ice fishing. It would have been a totally different game. Yep. Because the spoon auger which was awesome to, to try and use. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. We did that on the Mississippi. That's that's a real man's auger there. Like you know, you th- it cut a lot smoother than I thought it would. But you think about, like, I guess when I think about a regular auger, um, you know, the, uh, like a hand auger, Yeah, it is the same amount of effort from top of the ice to the bottom of the ice. Maybe when you get to the bottom, you got to give a little extra sure. oomph to, like, bust through right at the end. But that spoon is so easy at the beginning. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. I'm yeah. doing good. I'm getting down, and then as soon as the entire spoon starts to eat in the ice, it gets then tough. you're like, "Dang, this is legit." Yeah. Um, you gotta be a real man about it, and just you're but just it cut like speed. Like if you, it was if, pretty. If quick. you're strong enough to do it, speed wise, it's no faster to do the spoon auger versus 
the regular auger. We should hand auger. We should do that. Uh, we'll, I, I'm going to attribute my hiccup to it is that I haven't had to auger hand auger in a very long time. And I just don't have those muscles. I don't either. Yet. Oh my gosh! I got you feel it in like up here in your shoulder. I don't know how I used to dig. I don't know. 10, 15 holes with a hand auger. Yep, because you were running, what, a 7-inch? 8-inch. 8-inch? 8-inch Eskimo. The Eskimo. I was a man about it. Yep. Oof. Yeah. Because those don't eat very fast either. No. Uh Uh-uh. They had some pretty flat blades. (laughs) That's funny. That spoon worked really well uh, overall. So, And it made probably, I bet that was a 6-inch hole. Yeah, it was definitely a 6-inch hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty, pretty decent. The only problem, and it's probably a technique, is figuring out how to actually punch the bottom out clean. Yeah, because the one side will always have a little bit of an edge to it. Yep. yep. Yeah. Old spoon auger. Yeah, that was that was way better than I thought it was going to be. Yep. And then next season, we have to do our vintage episode. We have to. We just need we've to been, stop talking about we've it. We've been talking about it for two years now. People are going to start expecting it. Um, people have been offering up vintage equipment for us. Yeah. Uh, the old, <laughs> was it an Eagle Flasher maybe that yeah. we were talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, or, uh, somebody found all those, uh, what was that color thing you were talking about? They found that to buy. Oh yeah. There's new ones you can buy. Yeah. They don't have to, you don't have to buy old ones. Yeah. Uh, the color selector. Yeah. The color selector. That's right. Um, but yeah, people have been offering up vintage equipment for us to use. Yeah. Um, get some goodie out of and. Try our hand out. And we got a honey hole pond to go fish so we don't have to work too hard to find them. Yep. That that would be fun. We need to to do that. Yep. Roll in in the old pickup. Nice nice season this year was just kind of variable. It was either bitter, bitter cold or no ice, one or the other. Yep. And I feel like, yeah, our time was definitely limited compared to some other years. So hopefully. And you know, sometimes it's just easier to get out if you promise to take a kid with you. And oh, that's for sure. That actually that helped. I'm not going to vintage fish with the kids. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> Here you go, Thomas. Run the spoon. Get the spoon out. Yep. Yeah, and then it'll be flicking snowballs at you or trying to hit you with it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yep. It's been a heck of a run. Been a good four season. Thanks everyone for listening. In. I think. Yeah. Uh, turned out really. Hopefully, well, you so. guys to the north are still fishing. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you guys will be for quite a while and. We'll be jealous. That's all right. We'll be well. Maybe they'll be jealous of us because we'll be open water fishing. Yeah, that'll just be. It'll get kind of cold again, but then not quite. Warm yeah, this enough, is definitely the first the first warm up. Yeah. There'll be a freeze again, and then yep. another warm up. But the problem now is, like, water's open. Uh, mm-hmm. There's not going to be enough of a freeze. It's for, not going to freeze again. Free to get back out. Ice, yeah. ice fish. So. It's fine. We can start working on the boats, getting those ready. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of into some spring fishing now. Yep. Especially after I got my jigging technique real ready to roll, I'm ready to dial her in, pound some spring walleyes. Yep. Awesome. Well, guys, we'll be back uh, next season, playing in uh, November. November first week of November. Yep. We always get Market fired up calendars. around that time. Get our gear back out. Get yep. ready to ice fish again and and uh, have some more fun. So we'll catch you next time on the Short Rod Show.